It's Sunday. It's C. Welcome to episode seven. Thank you so much for listening in today. It's wonderful to have you. It's wonderful to know that you have carved some time out of your day, whatever day it is in the week, to spend some time focusing on yourself because that's what this podcast is about. It's all about you. So welcome. Uh, I'm calling today's episode a bit of a milestone because at the conclusion of this episode seven, we're actually going to be moving into a different vein of the work that we're doing in this podcast. So today's episode kind of marks a milestone in my mind. We've got six weeks of content that have already occurred, five subjects of personal interest that I've already presented you with. Uh, The first was self-reliance. The second was authenticity. The third was purpose. The fourth was confidence, the fifth was vulnerability, and the sixth topic that we're delving into today is clarity. These are all grand topics that we can speak about when we think about the landscape of self-success that's before us. I believe you owe it to yourself to figure out how all of these pieces exist within you. And this episode is going to kind of connect some of those dots, and then we're going to discuss where we're headed next together on this journey towards self-transformation. It's Sundays with C. Episode 7. Welcome back to Sundays with C, Episode 7, and this is Tell Me Something Good. So today I'm toasting to any listeners who have tuned into this episode in search of clarity. Those of you who are in the woods and searching for a clearing, a place to breathe and reassess. Thank you for being here and, and thank you for trusting me. Welcome. And I'm here for you. Just because you're searching for a clearing does not make you lost. It could be that you looked up and realized you're not where you thought you'd be. You may not be lost. Perhaps you're just looking for a place to rest before picking up your sword and returning to battle. Perhaps this clearing just gives you a moment to appreciate different scenery. No matter the reason, If you're listening today and you're in search of clarity, welcome. I hope you find all you're in search of. Thank you for listening in to this episode of Sundays with C. It's me, (laughs) Camille. And I just wanted to take a moment to welcome you all to our launch for the Facebook page for Sundays with C. It's launching this upcoming week on September 1st. So go right to your Facebook, log in. Find our page and like it. Sundays with C is what the page is called. We're building our community. So come and join us. And if you have friends that you know that are listening to this podcast or loved ones you know that are listening to this podcast or people that you know that need to be listening to this podcast, invite them too. I just want to say to everybody that's listening today that my focus as um, the, the owner and the facilitator of this community is to really feel like we're sharing a a space with others that is safe and a space with others that is really committed to the work that we're focusing on in this podcast. Everybody's operating from a different point of connection. Some people are really listening to this podcast to work on themselves and take notes every week. Some people are listening in just to get that daily boost to make them feel ready to conquer their next adventure. And some people are listening in because they're trying to figure out where they are in life. Everybody's operating from a different perspective, but we want this Facebook page to be a place where people can come and get whatever it is that they need. So share it with someone who you think could really benefit from the magic that we're sharing every week and 
help me create a community that models how we feel about the work that we're doing. Sundays with C, September 1st. Share it with a friend. Pass it on. Welcome back to Episode 7, Sundays with C. Our word of the day is clarity. And I've defined clarity as the space before you providing perception and understanding. The freedom in one's mind to see what's real. And the mantra of the week is, when I create a universe for myself that is made of truths, I see the full picture clearer than ever before. And of all the mantras of the weeks that I've composed and shared with you all, I think this one in week seven means the most to me right now from where I stand as a human on the planet because this is something that I've really been trying to work on diligently as I've left adolescence and come into adulthood. Really trying to get rid of the smoke in the mirrors. The smoke in the mirrors that we all find in our life. From that moment that you went to reach for something that you really needed for and you reached and it slipped right through your hands because it wasn't real. The smoke in the mirrors that, that, that feels so compelling and, and feels so real until you realize that they're made of nothing. So one of the things that I've been working on as I've come into my life as an adult is kind of to try to replace that smoke and mirrors with what's real and what's true, right? To get rid of the fake friends and the fake connections and the poor and empty promises and the unfulfilled mentorships and all of those things that we want to fill our lives with and in an effort to get something, we just let everything in. And I think that editing, now that I'm an adult, has become one of the greatest gifts I can give myself. So pushing out all of that smoke and mirrors far enough away from your face to really see what you're looking at and replace all of that stuff that's not real with something that's concrete. Really giving yourself an opportunity to say, I want the truth. I want what's real. I want to know what honest love feels like and honest friendship feels like and an honest mentorship feels like and what true passion feels like. Not somebody else's dreams, but my own dreams. What true love feels like. Not what somebody else told me love should feel like, but this relationship right here that I've picked for myself that I want with this person. In light of me kind of expounding upon that fact, I want to share the word of the day and the mantra of the week with you again. Because this is something that we all want to do. Nobody wants smoke and mirrors. Nobody wants something that looks good, but has no function, has no purpose, has no weight. Clarity. The space before you providing perception and understanding. The freedom in one's mind to see what's real. When I create a universe for myself that is made of truths, I see the full picture clearer than ever before. And that's what we all want, right? A universe just for you that is full of things that are real. Dreams that manifest themselves into our reality. Hopes that turn into real tangible things that we can pick up and put in our bag and walk with through the world. We all have those things that we want that we want to become solid, that we want to become reliable and dependable. Well, we've got to create them. We've got to create them, chase them, put them into this universe that we're making for ourselves so that we can sit back 
and look at the landscape of the universe that we've built with our intentions and our own two hands. Welcome back to episode 7, Sundays with C. We are taking this episode to wrap up with a few of those last responses from people that participated in our first social media challenge where you were hashtagging Sundays with C and you were choosing one of four prompts to respond to with regard to a truth that tells others why you live your life the way that you do, something others wouldn't know about you at first glance, um, an idea or concept that brings you conflict that you are trying to resolve with yourself, or something that you think other people think about but maybe don't have the courage to say. And I want to thank everyone who sent me a response. My goal was to hear from 10 people, and I felt so blessed to hear back from 22 people. And that's wonderful. It takes courage to put words to those thoughts and to put them down on paper. It can put even more pressure to put words to those thoughts and release them into the digital universe. So thank you to those that shared. I'd love an opportunity to share those words now. And I want to start in the opposite order today with option four. Option four was talking about something that you feel like other people may be thinking but don't have the courage to say. And to that, this listener named Bryant responds, when I reflect on the Black Lives Matter movement, I reflect on the fact that our history has shown us we will never truly be equal. We find that those who continue to have the wealth in this country are also those who keep the power. And as long as the wealthy and the powerful are those choosing to not acknowledge the movement, and the movements this country has seen since the beginning of its history, there will be no progress. No matter how far black people advance themselves in this country as individuals, it seems that money and power will continue to destroy all we are working towards and what we, as a people, as a culture, have long deserved for generations. Option three, explored... Um, a concept or an idea that you're struggling to contend with on a regular basis and hope to see some more resolution of in your lifetime. Each of the following listeners chose to talk about the struggle between genders and the sexes. The first writes, something I'd like to see become more resolved in our lifetime is the struggle between the sexes. It's not a battle of sexes. My question is how can we work together to be strong in our collaborations? This has to happen more between women and men. And the second listener writes, Something I'd like to see become more clear and resolved in my lifetime? The wide gaps that we see between men and women. Why are men from Mars and women from Venus? Can't we find a planet where Mars and Venus can collide so we can just gain a better understanding of each other and coexist peacefully in love? Option two asks you to explore something people wouldn't know about you at first glance or even if they knew you socially. Elizabeth writes, I went through a lot of life sort of default figuring I was an introvert without ever thinking about it too hard. I don't spend a lot of time labeling myself, but on the other hand, finding the right words or phrases to describe me that feel like who I am at my core is always a uniquely profound satisfaction. I think one of the reasons I used to default to introvert is that I often feel deeply self-conscious or awkward in social situations. But in the past year, this has come, a few to- come up a few times, and without fail, the person to whom I was talking to was surprised to hear it. They never would have guessed that I felt that way. It doesn't show. But that's not because I'm faking it. When I chatter away easily or laugh or accidentally yell because I get worked up, those things aren't covering up my anxiety but existing side by side with it. 
Why was I defaulting to make to making the anxious side the definition? And the joy I find in being around other people the exception. During a conversation with a coworker, I had a moment of tiny but explosive revelation. I am an extrovert, which duh, I guess. I'm lightly socially anxious and I'm highly introspective and I'm a bookworm and I'm a compulsive journaler and sometimes I fall asleep at parties and it still feels like a victory when I sit in a bar by myself, but I'm so obviously an extrovert. Oh my God. An anxious, introspective, talkative, excitable extrovert. Maybe I'm the one who didn't notice something about me at first glance, but I know now and like the true journal keeper I am, I'm thrilled to have found the words that feel true. Tolu writes, For as long as I can remember, I've been known as quiet, well-behaved, and other things that you expect from a young person who knows how to not get in trouble. But those things were opinions from adults in my life. When it comes to people my own age, it's more difficult since people don't blatantly say their opinions of other people. So it's difficult to know what people think of me. I experience most things at a distance. I tend to spend a majority of my life observing humans and how they interact, trying to understand them fundamentally. From these observations, I can read them, from their motivations to how they react in a given situation. This ejects me from the fleeting moments in life. Instead of experiencing life, I play the role of observer, which is a lonely role since it isolates me from the scene, if you will. So people, including myself, don't know much about me. But to try to cover my bases, I'll do my best to give you the essence of me. I thrive on sun showers, sunsets, sunrises, clouds, the sound of brushing water, the smell and the sound of woods, the sound of genuine laughter, the feeling of accomplishment, supporting others achieving their goals, good music, listening to people talk about their passion. My motivators are not understanding something, to-do lists, and the idea that I can make an impact. Some things that hold me back are the fact that I think more than I feel. I assume before I comprehend. I care too much, which is good and bad. I always apologize for things that are almost never a thing for me to be sorry for. And I'm always nervous to speak. I doubt my abilities in all areas. I forget that life is full of magic. In the end, the only thing that I know for sure is that I'm still growing. The things I claim to understand about myself now will definitely change as I walk through life. At the beginning of every part of my life, I set intentions that I hope to achieve or at least make strides towards. As I am about to enter my junior year of college, I intend to do the following. Make more genuine, meaningful friendships and be unapologetically myself. These intentions are going to be hard for me because it means I'm going to have to dig deep and find strength in the fact that I do indeed deserve to experience every waking moment that life has to offer me. Our last collection of responses come from people who explored option one. What drives you to live the life you've been living? Kara writes, my truth, I wish more women led with their intelligence, especially in the NYC dating scene. Smart is sexy and so underrated in our social media obsessed world. So ladies, have a thought, please. And if that intimidates who you're out with, walk, no, run the other way. It isn't worth half a breath. Lauren writes, I am motivated day in and day out by my family and friends to be the best version of myself. 
I am motivated by the potential in my life and never giving up. There are a few people in my life that remind me that I am strong enough to overcome whatever life throws my way. Those challenges are what motivate me to keep going. I was talking to my friend the other night and she reminded me that if something is meant to be, it will happen. And if it's not, then other doors in the universe will open. I just have to remember that everything will be revealed at the proper time. Hannah writes, Sometimes I hear from people that I seem very flippant, unemotional, or unaffected by things that happen to me or them. They think, why aren't I worried about this, anxious about that, or, or disturbed by this other thing? My truth is that I often think of how little time I have in this world. I'm sure other people think of it too, but it seems like a taboo topic. I've been here for 26 years, with hopefully many more to go. I want to enjoy what I have and live without constant anxiety about the little things. I know that I'm blessed. I have my health, I have a home, and family and friends that mean the world to me. I don't want to look back and remember spending all the time sweating little stuff. I refuse to be swept in, worrying about what hasn't happened and may or may not happen. I want to do things that bring me joy. Life is short and fragile, and while I'm here, I want to be present. Christine writes, For the longest time, I used to let my motivation come from a place of envy and jealousy. I wanted to do things to be the best. It was unhealthy for myself and for those around me. After employing this methodology for an extended period of time, I realized that I needed to change. I don't really know what motivates me. Since I stopped letting envy and jealousy dictate my actions, I've been in a gray area. I know what I like doing, and I feel passionate about those things. It's just that I don't feel the same pressure anymore. For right now, I'm finding the moments in my day that make me happy, knowing that more of these moments await in the next day. I go on to a tomorrow. That's what motivates me. Little moments of heartfulness, passion, and joy. I feel happier this way. I feel more passionate. It's a different and healthier type of motivation. Gloria writes, My parents, all they have accomplished in their lives and all the work they have put in to ensure mine and my siblings' futures, that's what motivates me to continue to push myself and leave my comfort zone as much as possible. And Sydney writes, I'm truly at my happiest when I'm with my family. MJ writes, I am a diehard believer in girl power and I am forever looking for it everywhere I go. For the record, I'm motivated each day by the genuine beauty that the universe holds. Accepting what is and moving forward, that is my mantra. Because when we resist what is, that's when the shit begins to constipate your digestive system. Does that make sense? Garrett writes, What is your core made up of? Ever think about what drives you, what motivates you, what moves you in life to do more than you're supposed to do? When you're run down, tired, exhausted, and about to give up? You may want to think about this because we often carry on without identifying this or even ignoring it altogether. In my life, my actions, and my moments, I believe what drives and motivates me is helping others, making something for them, teaching them, aiding them in some way, shape, or form. I also believe my drive is built around having the ability to create and design things. One additional motivation mixed in is to constantly work better to understand humanity, to understand why we do what we do, and additionally, connect with people on some level, 
That connection can be personally, digitally, or by other means. So while my future remains at present, a question mark, I undoubtedly will end up helping others in some way, shape, or form because aiding others is at my core. Eileen says, you're always one decision away from a totally different life. Vulnerability. I'm over here pressing stop and play as I write notes down while listening to this podcast. How to be vulnerable. C told me how to check myself real quick. If you find yourself becoming angry, scared, frustrated, annoyed, or anxious with something, check yourself. In those moments, stop yourself and ask, are you truly being vulnerable right now? Because if you are, you would be okay being who you are in this moment. You wouldn't have to be upset, hurt, or afraid because you are comfortable in being who you are. This is how being vulnerable helps us and not hurts us. We are sharing with the world who we truly are. Deactivate your ego. Share your spirit as you would when you were a child. In her words, what's keeping you from being real? You cannot truly understand who you are unless you are completely transparent and real with yourself. You decide how a new chapter starts. Maybe not how it ends, but if it starts to become rough, go ahead and end that dramatic scene. You have a new chapter to turn to. Our final listener response comes from Chemo. When asked to share a truth about what drives me or motivates me to live my life the way I've decided, I realize there are many answers. My most recent truth is about the way that I interact with the elderly. Kindness and empathy. It's no secret to my close friends that I tend to gravitate towards the souls with many more decades of life experience. It's a running joke that if I see an elderly person crossing the street, I'll go out of my way to help them get to their destination. It has grown into a way of life here in my hood. One day, I saw an old woman who reminded me of my dear grandmother. She was alone and walking very slowly with her rolling walker. Immediately, my heart swelled and I had the feeling that I should go talk to her. I introduced myself and for a brief moment, we were old friends, sharing a laugh on the sidewalk. I helped her get in a cab and watched her leave. She said, you must make your grandmother very happy. I realized that if my grandmother were alone and needing assistance, I would sincerely hope that someone would offer her the same gesture. So it has turned into a fun challenge for me. Now, I try to offer as many smiles and hellos as I can. I know the name of my upstairs neighbor, Mr. Parker, whose wife recently died, but he still dresses up as if to impress her. Lynn, who loves it when I compliment her roses as I pass, and who also invited me to Chinese New Year. Gertrude, who sits on her building stoop every day and loves it when I bring her fresh peaches. Even 84-year-old Henry, whom I met yesterday on the subway, who loved my suede shoes. When I see them, I am receiving just as much energetically as I am giving. For a moment, no matter how brief, I can feel my grandmother smiling, seeing a reflection of what I want in the world. I am you. You are me. We are one. Who wouldn't want that? That was Sundays with C's first social media challenge, and you all killed it. You showed up, you spoke out loud what was real for you, and you were widely receptive and widely heard. For those of you that I know 
when I was going to your Facebook pages and your Instagram and your Twitter and your other social media outlets where you were speaking up and, and saying these things that were real for you, so many people were liking and sharing and reposting the things that you were saying. And that's a testament to what truth does. Welcome back to episode 7, Sundays with C, and this is Thinking Out Loud. Clarity for me is that moment when things that once looked blurry become clear. And the more time you spend exploring and reflecting with yourself, the easier it will be to figure out how to engineer those moments of clarity within your own days, within your own weeks, as you need them to occur. We've got to be able to create these moments of peace for ourselves. Because if we don't make them, depending on what's happening in our world, we could go through months without feeling that space to breathe. So how do we do that? How do we focus on creating those spaces for ourselves? So the challenge of the week this week is going to be to figure out how to discover those places where we already feel clarity. Because we've got to be able to know them when we see them or when we feel them first before we can talk about how to engineer them. Because really the engineering piece in terms of creating it for yourself is then deciding with intention, okay, this is a moment where I always feel clarity or when I do this I always feel clarity. So now to make myself the one in control, I'm going to carve out space in my day for that clarity to meet me. For that clarity to join my energy. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll use a brief example. For me, I know one of the spaces where I have the best time to think is when I'm in the car driving. I don't know what it is about having a few errands to run and getting behind the wheel and having no one else in the car with me. But I do some of my best thinking when I'm driving. And it's me in the open road. Um, another place where I feel clarity is in the gym. Especially if I'm feeling uh, just a lot of turbulence in my life and I need just room to breathe. Nothing does it for me than feeling like I just kick my butt doing a whole bunch of cardio and a whole bunch of core exercises. And I'm sweating and I'm sitting down in the gym just breathing and drinking water. I feel so much space in that moment. My mind becomes a blank canvas and sometimes I go days without feeling that blank space. And I need it. So when I talk about you know discovering those places where you feel clarity... That's the first step. Just collecting a list of where all those things are. That's your challenge for the week. Because one of the things that we want to talk about as we move forward is once you can identify those spaces on your own, then you can create those moments for yourself. For example, by then saying, if you know that the gym is, is, your, is your haven of good, clean thinking, then make a plan to go to the gym. Make a plan to go to the gym three times a week. Or if work is giving you turbulence and the gym is your safe haven, say, all right, I'm going to stop going to the gym in the morning because what I really need is to go to the gym in the evening so that I have time to decompress. So the challenge of the week is two parts, but maybe only one part if you're at the discovery point. You're going to go out and you're going to think about where are these places where I feel like, wow, I'm getting some clarity here and this feels good to me. And if you already know where those places are, step two in the challenge of this week is figuring out how to intentionally be the master of your own universe and carve that time out for yourself. For me, getting to the gym is one of those places. It's not so easy for me to just hop in the car and go driving um, just because of how my work schedule is, but I've always got time to 
go right across the apartment complex, cross the courtyard, go to the gym, and get my sweat on. And that's a place where I feel space. Space to breathe. Space to reassess. That's the challenge of the week. I hope you're up for it. Where are those places where you feel clarity? Make a list. We're going to use it. Welcome back to Sundays with C, episode seven. And I just wanted to take an opportunity to uh, talk to you guys about what's next. What's next for Sundays with C? Uh, I took a moment to talk about our new Facebook page that is launching September 1st. Mark it on your calendars, I will say it again. Put it on the calendar, save the day, be ready to search for the page on September 1st, and invite a friend. Invite someone you love. Invite someone you care about. Invite someone who you think is like-minded and would love to join us in becoming a part of this community. That's the first thing that I want to say. The second thing I want to say in terms of what's up and what's happening is we're going to take a little bit of a turn here to go into some uncharted territory. Sundays with C for the next four months is going to be changing its approach in what we're talking about and how we're discussing it. For the last seven weeks, we've talked about a topic a week and spent one day thinking about it and then spent the week after that one day that we talked about it pushing a mantra forward and then when the new week came, we would move on to a new word of the day and a new mantra week to week and day to day. That's how long we're keeping these topics in our facility and within the realm of what we're talking about. But we're about to shift it up a little bit. I want a chance to go a little deeper. I want an opportunity to speak more specifically. So rather than talk about one word each Sunday with a mantra of the week, we're going to spend each upcoming month on one larger idea. And then each Sunday, we're going to unpack how to approach this subject from four different perspectives. Because within each month, we've got four weeks. In September, we're going to focus on being selfish. We're going to call that the self-series. In October, we're going to focus on openness, being open, the openness series. In November, we're going to focus on being nurturing. I will present to you the nurture series. And in December, we're going to focus on being devoted. It'll be called the Devotion Series. And within each of these small series, every Sunday, we're going to approach that one idea from a different perspective. And the mantra from now through December is going to stay the same. Our focus is going to be, I realign my soul by redefining my goals. I realign my soul by redefining my goals. Some of you might be wondering, why see? Why are we doing it this way right now? What about September makes it happen this way? Well, for me, September has always been a huge month of reset and repositioning as I go into the fall. I think it's just years and years of being in school and thinking about how September is that time where you get back to the grind. And as an adult, I have kept that in my energy, especially because we're transitioning through the season where we're about to start focusing on our family as we approach the holidays. And then we get to that point where 
here's the new year, and then we're ready to roll out all of these things, all of these new things as people make new goals about what they want in the new next year of life. But in order to get to that place, you've got to reposition yourself. You've got to realign yourself. And we're going to do that by redefining goals that have to do with being selfish, being open, being nurturing, and being devoted. I also just want to say that for the record, the title, the titles that are associated with each of these series may not be what you think they're about. September, we're introducing the self series, and it's about being selfish, the good selfish. We're going to focus on our first Sunday, talking about your time, being selfish with your time. On the second Sunday, we're going to talk about what it means to be selfish with your energy. On the third Sunday, we're going to talk about what it means to be selfish with your heart. And on the fourth Sunday, we're going to talk about what it means to be selfish with your goals. Be ready to tune in. Be ready to focus. Be ready to carve out some time for yourself. Again, the episodes are going to stay short. So be ready to really, really soak up all you can out of every moment. Feel always welcome to email me at fromthedeskofc at gmail.com with your questions. Use the Facebook page to keep the conversation going, to also ask me questions there, or talk to other people who are also working on the podcast series with us in real time. I am beyond excited about the next four months. It's kind of crazy to think that I've got the next four months of content rolled out, but it's exciting because I feel like I know where we're headed, and all I'm asking you to do is follow me. I'm being honest about who I am and all I want, And I want you to follow me. Trust that I'm leading you in the same direction that I'm headed and hoping that from the knowledge that I share, you'll discover more about yourself. Realign your soul by redefining your goals. It's a four-month reset where we get back to the basics, where we talk about the science of self-success, self-empowerment, and self-transformation. Again, one Sunday at a time. But we're going to zoom in and get really specific about those day-to-day goals that will be sure to change your life. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sundays with C. Make listening to this podcast easy. Subscribe on YouTube and share it with a friend who could use some of the magic we're talking about. We're a podcast dedicated to focusing on your self-empowerment, your self-success, and your self-transformation one Sunday at a time. Visit C's Lifestyle blog at findingthespacebetween.blogspot.com and send your questions, episode topic requests, and comments to fromthedeskofc at gmail.com. Sundays with C is written and produced by personal life consultant Camille Edwards. If you're staying here with us for this week's Seconds of Serenity, please settle into silence and welcome stillness. If this is where our paths part ways, I look forward to speaking to you next week. Same time, same place, same sea. Clarity. By casting light onto the edges of my mind, I will discover the gift of blank space. I will remind myself that blank space is a canvas, a page to start anew.
I will remind myself that from clarity comes the promise of new direction. I will inhale clarity and exhale all that is clouding my judgment. With each day this week, I will focus my energy on seeking clarity. Seeking new edges within a picture I've seen before. This week, I will remind myself that I am here because I am supposed to be. This week, I will remind myself that there is nothing wrong with slowing down. This week, I will catch my breath as I think about the next step. This week, I will look at a problem I've had for some time and present myself with a fresh solution, even if it scares me. Today, I will tell myself that I am capable of seeing my way through this. I believe in my power to make change. I believe in my ability to be great. I believe in my strength. I believe in all that's possible. I believe in a world of yes. I can make changes. I can make these goals real. I can make a universe of my own. I am all I need. I am all I see. Self-reliance. Begin anywhere and you'll feel the possibilities everywhere. Authenticity. Be yourself because the universe needs you to. Purpose. When I discover what I'm meant to do, I'll know where I'm destined to go. Confidence. Words matter. I will choose them wisely and speak them passionately. Vulnerability. When I'm honest about who I am and all I want, people will follow me. Clarity. When I create a universe for myself that is made of truths, I see the picture clearer than ever before. Namaste.